welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And we are, as my buddy Emerald would say, kicking it up a notch today. Is he your personal buddy? He is my Did personal buddy. Did you meet buddy. him? You know what? I sent him my uncle's eggplant parmesan recipe, okay? Did he put it on the show yet? Not yet. Oh. Not yet. Apparently, He's going to have to let us know when that no, happens, apparently right? Apparently what happens when you do something like that, there are like six six gazillion lawyers that yeah, come in. And it's true. like, and I'm like, Emerald, it's eggplant, yeah. okay? <laughs> Which is good. And that's, you know, Emerald actually should talk to my guest today, Bruce Lipton. Totally should talk to Bruce today because he would kind of get over this whole idea about what goes on in the mind and, and realize that, you know, we can snap at it and have the things in life that we desire. And that's what today's show is about. Today's show is with an amazing individual, someone who you've heard me uh, talk about before and talk with before. And that is Dr. Bruce Lipton. The book, the book. <laughs> The book that this one I have about six books that I keep by my on the table by my bed, Benny. Yeah. About six of them that I keep there. Um, They're not holding up your alarm clock, are they? No. Good. I think, yeah. Because we don't want that. No, totally. It's just a big alarm clock. This is one of them. This is a perfect. This is book. it. The biology of belief. Yep. Because it, whether or not you have this idea that you can believe something and have it make a difference. You get to choose how you step out into the world and you get to choose on what you can do with the power that you have within you. And this is what Bruce is here to talk to us today. Let me just give you a little information. Scientist, lecturer, received his PhD at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville and the book explains this whole story. You know, you go read the book and you will get a sense of how he got from having this degree to where he is today, writing a, a book that is phenomenal, transformative. And he served as an associate professor of um, anatomy uh, at the University of Wisconsin. And, and, and if you look at the life that has unfolded for Bruce beyond lecturing in cell biology and histology, embryology, all the ologies, you see that what you have is a breakthrough both at the scientific level and the spiritual level as well as the level of what I call opulence in this world. And having this idea that you can do everything that you want to do and do it in the way you want to do it is what today's show is about. Much that we can talk about, but I'm not going to talk about Bruce. I'm going to bring him on so you can hear from him directly. Hi, Bruce. Thank you so much for joining us today. Pat, Benny, thank you very much for this opportunity. Thanks. I am always so jazzed to talk with you. And it's always at the perfect time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's it's always a perfect timing. But let me ask you this question as we kick this off. And it's a question that you've already answered for me. But time has 
time has moved on, and I'm going to ask you the same question. Uh, I've just given people a glimpse of who you are and what you're doing, and we're going to talk about the biology of belief, of course. Underneath the, the title of the book, it says, Unleashing the Power of the Conscious Matter and Miracles by Dr. Bruce Lipton. In your life, Bruce, the question that I would ask you, you're now... We're now looking at this phenomenal book, but you obviously had had you have had to overcome obstacles. You would have to face your demons and you have had to continue to persevere to do what your heart was calling you to do. What are some of those challenges? What are some of those obstacles and what do you attribute to moving beyond them? Well, I guess some of the challenges are when I started, um, I, I wasn't very much in spirituality. I, I remember as a kid hearing uh, spiritual talk from a lot of people, but then when I observed their lives, I saw in no way did their lives match what they were trying to tell me. So I, I, I opted. I said science is where I wanted to go for my truth. So I, I put that whole spirituality thing aside and went into the sciences and started teaching about uh, meta, you know, medicine, about the body as a biochemical machine controlled by genes. So I, I fell into the very materialistic world that is just a, a, a mechanism of life and that we're here and then we're dust and that's it. And uh, that's how I started. And then uh, when the science uh, started to reveal itself through the cultures of stem cells, that's what I was, I was working on, cloned stem cells back about 1967, uh, I started to realize that the belief that I was teaching in a medical school no way uh, was associated with the actions and activities of the cells in the experiments. Uh, I was teaching the, the concept of victimization by genes, you know, the, the, the idea that your genes determine your life. You get your genes at conception, and then your life is somewhat pre-programmed after that. And if there's cancer running in your family, cardiovascular disease or whatever, you saw yourself as, as a, you know, a very likely candidate for those, those issues, and there wasn't anything you could do about it. And yet what the research started to reveal was is that the cells were not controlled from within, but more or less controlled from the outside. That what was going on in the world outside influenced and selected the genes. And so uh, the challenge, of course, was when I published my papers on this stuff that revealed that genes weren't uh, uh, in charge. This was way back. Uh, a lot of people looked at me as well, a strange uh, skeptic, uh, heretic, or whatever other kinds of things. And uh, and I, I followed through in that pursuit. And 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 it's wonderful because today, just even this this week, uh, if you get Discover Magazine, for example. Uh, the article on the, uh, on the title on the front page is about the new genetics, and, and the subtitle is DNA is not your identity. And it's the uh, breakthrough article of stuff that I've been talking about for 20 years. It's the breakthrough article reveals it's uh, how an organism sees the environment or the world around it that adjusts the organism's genes, and if that organism is a human, then we could say the word how a human perceives of their world is what adjusts their genes. And the relevance about that is we are moving beyond the victimization of, of a concept called genetic determinism, where genes determine your life, to the creative character where we are actually uh, responsible for the programming of our genes. And 
Of course, that's where the <laughs> today's conflict comes from, is talking to people and trying to give them the idea that, the, that they're personally responsible for their lives. That's a real difficult thing these days because we all bought into victim. You're so absolutely right. You know, I read your book, uh, and, and I believe it was last year, and then I went home. And, and it, you know, we were having a conversation, and it was a medical conversation, a family conversation. And it was really fear-based, and we're going to talk about that, Bruce. And in, in the conversation, I said, you know what, you've got to read this book because it's totally different. You know, we don't have to be our genetic history. And, of course, you know, everybody looks at me. There's dead science, silence in the room. I mean, you can feel it. This is like a holiday conversation, by the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The turkey's like on the table. And everybody's looking at me. And you could see almost at the same time, they're looking at me. And finally, one of my relatives says, Oh, that's just her. She's from Seattle. Just don't pay any attention to this at all. I mean, that's where they went. It's like she's she's pretty much crazy anyway. And she lives at that place where, you know, people are doing all of these. But if we don't have the conversation, Bruce, who's going to have the conversation? Well, and this is the exciting part. This is why I get so driven by this every day I wake up because in the old days, I sort of wake up thinking, okay, what does fate have uh, in store for me? And and today, these, these days, I wake up thinking, well, what exciting, wonderful things are going to happen? And it's like, my God, my life is 100% different than the old days where when I anticipated something that wasn't really good, it would show up. And today, I, it's just the opposite. I anticipate that the world is going to bring me wonderful and, uh, things to my life. And every day I wake up and I realize, my God, this is such a beautiful world because I am realizing all those things and the difference basically is am i taking responsibility for my life or am i just sitting back there and having a life that other people tell me i'm going to have and that's the big difference and that is actually the big picture i mean that's really what this book really calls into action for every one of us because i think for for a, a lot of us you know we've bought into that idea that oh genes are really important genetic evolution very important really can't change that you know what i'm saying dad was gray you'll be gray whatever the whatever the conversation looks like and so you pretty much bruce don't you shut off that part of your life well, uh, uh, this is the whole problem. It's just that when, when we give up control, then we allow others to have that control. So other people's opinions and perceptions, if you don't own your own belief, then you will buy other people's beliefs. And then, but we've been programmed since we were kids. So whose beliefs do you buy? Well, you buy the professional person's you know, belief. So all of a sudden we sit there and we hear these so-called, you know, the science people, and they tell you about this gene controls that, and this gene causes this, and, and all these stories, and we buy that, and then guess what? Then those things become real, and then we say, yeah, you see, we knew they were right, and, and yet on the funny, funny part of it is, like, the only reason they're right is because you believe that. <laughs> and, and I love this because, you know, we teach in the, in the medical school that really the concept that a, a human body is frail, you know, and that viruses, bacteria, and all kinds of things, you know, sugar, don't eat sugar, my God, it's going to kill you, all these things. And yet I, I, I look at it and I think, you know, with all that frailty, explain to me 
how a, a person can walk across a bed of hot coals or fire. Tell me how that, or t explain to me how uh, down south these Baptist fundamentalists work themselves up in a euphoric Jesus state, and in that state they drink strychnine as a testament that God protects them, and sure enough, they drink strychnine and nothing happens to them. Or, again, another example, uh, uh, how many of these are out there where uh, we hear, or and I have reports of, uh, uh, like a car accident and a woman lifts up a car to help a baby or a child get out, uh, and then you say, well, look, you can walk across fire, you can drink strychnine, you can lift a car. Is this, is this the same frail person we're teaching about in medical school? Well, you know, it's not, and that's what we're going to talk about today. I mean, there are people lifting cars, walking on fire, and then there are people on the other end, Bruce, that can't really muster up the energy to pay their bills. And this is what this show is about today. It's about hope, and it's about bringing into light a new paradigm, which is actually an old paradigm, and we'll talk about that. Stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and Bruce Lipton. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our maximized living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Call in your guides and come alive with Sonia Choquette in her new Wake Up Your Spirit and Connect to Your Guides 2006 tour. In this highly energizing day, Sonia will show you how to connect with the many helpers who will help you create the life of your dreams. See Sonia Choquette live in Seattle on Saturday, November 18th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so order now. 1-800-654-5126. That's 1-800-654-5126. Or visit hayhouse.com. Are you ready to strengthen your sense of self and gain clarity about your unique purpose in life? The Rocky Mountain Mystery School, one of seven ancient schools of light on the planet and the only one open to the public, is coming to Seattle for all who seek greater empowerment, fulfillment, and the meaning of life. This mystery school comes from ancient lineage and it teaches the keys to hidden knowledge, wisdom, and tools of power that have been preserved throughout the ages. These ancient teachings for modern times and learning will come to you in a weekend event with programs like How to Meet the Divine, November 8th through 12th at the Seattle Convention Center. To register, call 206-508-3810 or visit mysteryschoolnw.com. That's 206-508-3810 or visit mysteryschoolnw.com Are you ready for the 12 minutes Simone's own miracle? Transform any self-defeating internal images into spectacular masterpieces of happiness and success in only 12 minutes. The Simone Zone is a revolutionary empowerment technique that uses cutting-edge audio-visual technology. Get ready to shift negative energy and change it to positive energy now. Visit thesimonezone.com and try this free technique. That's thesimonezone.com. 
Imagine spending time meeting like-minded people, sharing a scrumptious meal, and uplifting and nurturing your soul with messages by the best speakers and musicians around. Lunch for Your Soul is a delicious, sweet gathering of people committed to living more consciously and bringing joy to their work. Join Lunch for Your Soul the third Thursday of each month. For more information, visit their website, thebroadview.com. That's thebroadview.com. Click the show's page on 1150kknw.com for the scoop on Alternative Talk, 1150 Listening to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. My guest today is Bruce Lipton. The book is The Biology of Belief. The website, www.beliefbook.com. Lots there, lots of information. And you know, Bruce, I think we need to bring forward the conversation that we were having during break. And that is, and I, let me just say it there's a saying from Star Trek, and the force be with you. That is not a joke. There is a force that we get to create in this world. And you have a fabulous way of talking about it. I wish you'd share that with our listeners. Well, the, the force, you know, it, it's interesting because um, in the world that we live in, we focus on material things. Everything is physical. The body is physical. The expression of the body is due to physical things. Uh, we focus on that. And, and it turns out that we've been misled that... It's really not the, the physical reality that shapes us. It's, it's the invisible, what they call the field that surrounds us. And this is where the forces and the powers are, and it's invisible. And we uh, haven't really paid any attention to them because we're essentially uh, uh, believing a, 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 um, an understanding of physics that is no longer really valid, the belief in Newtonian physics that if you want to understand the universe just look at the physical things that's all it's all about and that's why medicine only focuses on physical reality when you you bring the concept of mind into medicine that they've been so strictly against that for about 300 years it's hard to even bring up the subject but now with the introduction of actually now 75 years ago the nature of quantum physics quantum physics says well yeah, the physical stuff is real important but it's the invisible forces that you can't see that give shape to that physical stuff. And so after 300 years of throwing the mind out uh, in Newtonian belief, where he says the mind is energy, and, and the Newtonian world says just focus on the matter, uh, quantum physics said, no, the mind is more powerful than the body as an energy force that shapes the body. And so we are now returning the mind-body back to its rightful connection where the mind gives shape to the body, and the relevance about that is then it's your belief systems in your mind which generate a field, a force field, which then give uh, the, the, your body its structure and its function. So it says whatever is going on in your mind is really shaping not just your inside body, but we're now realizing it also influences what's going on in the world around you. So after 300 years of 
saying you're a victim of physical things. Uh, it, it's really a hit on the head for people uh, to wake up to the reality of, wait, your mind is more powerful. And the significance of that is since you can uh, use your mind in so many different ways, then you are free to create your life. Except if nobody knows that, then we blindly go about our lives with other people telling us about how life should be. And, and, and we buy that. And so their mind controls us. It's a time for us to wake up and say, if you want something in your life, then you have to exercise the reality to put that into your mind. And and yet, uh, you know, I know there's this big disconnect. A lot of people out there going right now, all right, is this one of those positive thinking things again, you know? And the reality is yes and no. <laughs> and the relevance about that is this. If uh, if you think positive thinking, people get very upset because they say, well, I've had all these positive thoughts and look at my life. It's still just as bad as it was before. So don't tell me about positive thinking. And yet I have to say it this way. It's the mind that controls the biology, but there are two parts to the mind, the conscious and the subconscious. The conscious is the thinking mind, the personal identity mind, the one that's connected to our source, uh, you know, the one that we think with when I say myself, that mind is conscious. The subconscious mind is an automatic processor, stimulus response, push the button, make the behavior, push the button, make the behavior, you know, it's just habitual. Well, here's the point. The two minds work together, but the subconscious mind, the one that we don't see, and the one that does all the automatic operations, is the one that controls our biology. Neuroscientists have now recognized like 95 to 99% of every day our biology is controlled by the unconscious or subconscious mind, one we don't even see. And that the failure of our lives is that we walk about thinking that our conscious mind is controlling our lives. I have an intention to be healthy. I have an intention to be prosperous. I have an intention to have a wonderful relationship. That conscious mind that has these intentions, and it turns out, oh, my goodness, that mind runs the system less than 5% of the day. And, and all of a sudden it says, well, if that one's not running the system, tell me about the other one. The other one is the, the subconscious one. It operates automatically without you having to pay attention to it. And, and here's the problem. The subconscious mind, the one we don't see, but the one that operates the show, is not programmed by us, but it was programmed by other people when we were very, very young. So basically it says 95% of the day when we think we're running our lives with our positive conscious thinking thoughts, it turns out that's not true. 95% of the day we're running our lives with beliefs that were provided by other people, especially our parents, our teachers, and our peers when we were very young. And, and the reason why this is a problem is because most of those beliefs do not support us. Most of those are limiting and disempowering kinds of beliefs. I mean, all you have to do is watch parents with young children and see how when they get upset with a child and they say things like, you're not, you're not good enough. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve things. They don't realize that when a child is young, those statements from a parent are actual direct programs into the subconscious mind. And so that when we get older, let's say you were a child that heard, you know, the, your parents say, you don't deserve something. Uh, the reality is when we get older and now we're thinking with our conscious mind in that little office of the crummy part of the back of the building, and we're thinking, boy, we're better than this. I don't know why I'm back here. I'm better than all these other workers. Why exactly. am I stuck back here? The conscious mind's thinking this and asking why. And it's interesting because 95% of the day, 
that person's operating from their subconscious mind, which was programmed with what you do not deserve. And so 95% of the day, invisibly, the subconscious mind is engaging in programs that will be realized as you do, you do not deserve. And during that time when all that frustration, your conscious mind is thinking, why am I not successful? <laughs> and it doesn't understand because the subconscious mind is invisible. And it, when it operates, most people don't see it. And so they're unaware of it. I mean, just to let people know, I mean, it's a joke. You, let's say you know someone and you know their parent. And you say to someone, you say, like, Mary, you're just like your mom. You know, back away from Mary because she's going to be so upset that she's going to say, how can you say that? I mean, because she can't see she's like her mom. And yet the joke is everybody else does. And, and that's the crux of the problem. She got her programming from her mom 95% of the day. She behaves in those programs she got from her mom. And she's totally unaware of it so that if you suggest she's like her mom, she, she'd be down your throat saying, how could you say that? So what's our issue? We think we run our lives with our thoughts, and it turns out we run our lives with programs uh, that were mainly put in by other people, not us. So the beliefs that are in that subconscious may or may not, generally may not, support what you want. So uh, during the day, you, your conscious mind is questioning why your life isn't so wonderful and your subconscious mind is taking you down the road to hell. Yeah, <laughs> so a, there's the problem. Yeah, and actually the subconscious mind is saying, yep, you actually deserve this office that's in the basement, you know, that doesn't get cleaned up uh, except for once a month. I mean, that's what you're saying going on, but that begs the next question, Bruce, really. I want to just mention, for those of you just tuning in, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with Bruce Lipton. We're talking about the biology of belief, and uh, if you want to find out more about Bruce, I think the best way to do it is to go to BruceLipton.com. Would that work, Bruce? That absolutely good one because things that we're talking about, free articles, you can just download them, plus a lot of the current scientific references on this, this new understanding of biology that is revolutionizing the life sciences and, and returning the power back to the individual. After 300 years of being told you're a victim, we now are beginning to learn how we create our lives. Well, one of the questions that this leads to, and, and I'll drop it out here right now, and, and then we'll go to break. But I want to make sure that if you're listening to the show, this is a live broadcast. If you have questions or comments for Bruce, the best way to do this is to give us a call right now. We'll make sure you get we get your questions uh, uh, on air. If you want to give them to Benny, go ahead and give them to Benny. If you want to come on air and chat with Bruce directly. Let's do that. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. That is a toll-free number. And the question then, Bruce, is if the subconscious mind is running the show, how the heck do we get in there to reprogram it? And that's the question that I think that, that really leads to what is the biology of belief? What are we looking at? What can we do? And how can we get ourselves in a place where we truly can have the life that we want? What do you think of that question when we come back from it's break? It's a great question and quite revealing as to uh, why we haven't been so successful in, in making that life we were looking for. All right. We'll take a short break. When we come back, more with Bruce Lipton. Again, that number, if you got a question or a comment, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Benny will take your question and we'll make sure we'll get them to Bruce. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, 
aren't you like on the edge of your seat waiting for the answer to that question? I know that I am because I'll tell you, victim is not like in my vocabulary. We'll be right back. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. Are you a person of positive influence? Krista Gibson and Rhonda Dixon of the New Spirit Journal would like to invite you to enjoy Good Company, a monthly networking gathering of people of positive influence that meets the first Tuesday of every month, 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Alfie's Pizza, 2317 Broadway in Everett, Washington. To attend, RSVP to editor at newspiritjournal.com or call 206-799-7753. That's 206-799-7753. Reclaim your health and well-being. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn about dynamic energy healing and the amazing ways of reclaiming empowerment. Dynamic Energy Healing is a universal energy frequency that supports healing on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual levels and is taught by Bente Hansen, author of The New World of Self-Healing. For more information, contact Bente at 253-951-7223. That's 253-951-7223 or visit dynamicenergyhealing.net. The Rocky Mountain Mystery School is here to open the doors for all who seek greater empowerment and meaning in life. It holds and teaches the keys to hidden knowledge, wisdom, and tools of power of the ages. We offer ancient teachings for modern times to all true seekers and will be in Seattle November the 8th through the 12th to bring these tools to you. Go to MysterySchoolNorthwest.com for more information. That's MysterySchoolNorthwest.com. Dr. Pat, and I'm excited about a breakthrough technique that will help you shed years of stuck energy. Energy that is stuck creates three basic corresponding feelings or emotions. Bad, sad, or mad. The Simone Zone is like a water purification unit for our polluted energy. And once that energy is reclaimed, we are able to reframe it and use it to achieve our goals and desires more quickly and easily than ever before. Visit thesimonezone.com and try this free technique for yourself. This station is alternative. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm here with Bruce Lipton. We're talking about the biology of belief. And we're talking about freeing our minds. And there's a song by En Vogue that's about freeing your mind. But I want to say this, that this is truly about freeing your mind and freeing yourself to live the life that you desire. Bruce, we had a question before we went to the break. But I would like to hold off on that question because we have a caller. And I would love for us to take our caller. What do you think? Hello. Hey, hi, this is Pat. Who am I speaking with? Oh, hi, this is Kathy. How are you? Hi, Kathy. Great. Let me introduce you to Bruce Lipton. Hi, Kathy. Hi, 
Hey, how are you doing? Absolutely wonderful. Hope you're doing as well. Oh, well, I'm, I'm really working on it, and I love this topic. And my question is, um, what if, you know, I hear about the things we were programmed, but what if we feel that we weren't, we didn't have negative programming when I was a child? I feel that, um, and so I'm always baffled. I think, well, my parents were good to me, and they loved me, and I was so accepted, and why am I having so many problems? Because I do believe that it's my subconscious that is... Um, sabotaging me or 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 keeping me from the things that it you know work for me i guess well i you know agree what I'm with you if there are issues it's the subconscious because the conscious obviously has the great desires to be successful you know and the issue is uh you you're going back in your conscious memory to try to say yes i'm trying to recall my growing up period and you try you know you go back and you find these pictures that seem to be well that's pretty good but here's the point that the, the programming of the subconscious mind started in utero while you were a fetus still. And the experiences that your mother and father were going through in their life uh, were profoundly affecting you because uh, the, the nature of it is you're connected to your, mother, uh, your mother's uh, cardiovascular system. That's how the fetus gets nourishment from the, from the mother's blood, right? And while we've always talked about that in medicine, and so that when a woman's pregnant, we always say, well, uh, eat well, take vitamins, do exercises, you know, basically just saying improve the nutrition for your child. We haven't brought up the important topic, which is now becoming realized, that there's more information than food in the blood. It's all kinds of emotions and hormones and things that your mother's experiencing in her life that then translate across into the fetal life so that you were learning through your mother's experiences then and for your first six years you were essentially in a in what we uh, talk about in brain activity a, a hypnotic trance and this is what happens to a child in the first six years well the point is your consciousness the one you're trying to use to go backwards with uh, really didn't start to become a predominant brain activity until around six so the biggest issues are what happened between in utero development in the first six years you may have no recollection because you're, you weren't conscious anyway. So the issues are most of the fundamental programming occurs even before we have consciousness. And, and all they had to do is you didn't, you didn't have to come up with learning. You just had to observe. So it wasn't just it was first your parents and then if you had grandparents around, you had family around. The behaviors of people that were in your vicinity were downloaded into you. And here's the issue. They were done before you were conscious, so your conscious mind may have no awareness and yet still have programming that would be undermining or sabotaging. It doesn't take very much. I mean, you know, the kind of things that a parent says, not being mean, but they say, well, who do you think you are? Or, uh, you know, well, you're a sickly child or you're not good at something. People don't or realize you should be ashamed of yourself. That. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Have, has that been said to you? It, is a program. I think so. Okay. I, I remember that well, one. Well, so. Here, see, so this is what's interesting, Bruce, about the conversation because, you know, well, there's a general feeling for a lot of us that we've had a great, you know, great childhood, whatever. But then, you know, Kathy, you were just sharing that. If you Say that Say that quote again. You should be ashamed of yourself. Oof. And that's a subconscious program. And why is that relevant? Because your consciousness is saying, I, I would love all these wonderful things in my life. And 95% of the day, though... Your mind is saying you should be ashamed of yourself. It's in your program. So, and it's, as I said, it's not visible to you. So during the day, you will unfortunately sabotage yourself or, or get into situations where you limit yourself because 95% of the day, if, if there was something that could give you a great advance, 
your subconscious mind will look at that and say, no, no, you should be ashamed of yourself, and will, un, you know, without you seeing it, uh, create a behavior that will keep you from getting there. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that explains a lot right there, I guess. That's the okay. most well, important part. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your help. The programming that did that. And we're going to talk about, you know, what do you do next? That's I mean, important, too. That's important. I mean, what do you do next? Because, you know, this show is about empowering oneself, about really being able to live our lives the way we want. It's about freeing ourselves, freeing ourselves from the story uh, that we create, freeing, freeing ourselves from the stories that others have created for us. And isn't that, Bruce, you know, the idea? Well, this is what, the, I mean, I have to say I'm a, I'm a great example of a student of all this because when I first started to, to learn how the cells work and how our thoughts and our perceptions control our lives and our genes, I went out and lectured anywhere anybody would listen, and I would end up on the stage saying, if you understand what I'm talking about, you can create this most wonderful life on this planet. And then the people in the audience would sort of cock their head and look at me and go, you know, listen, for a guy who says he knows all this stuff, your life doesn't look that good. Mm. And then essentially I'd almost say to um, so glad I didn't, but it said it anyway, was, well, do as I say, not as I do. And that was my wake-up call. And my wake-up call was this. I was very conscious of all the rules to make a successful life, and yet my life didn't express that. And the reason was this. The rules were in my conscious mind. My subconscious mind was operating from the programs I already had. So this is the, the, like the wake-up call says, you can become consciously aware of your issues. And your problems and the way you, let's just say, uh, we just talked to Kathy and she says, <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, be ashamed. Uh, and, and so Kathy's consciousness says, oh, I realize I had that programming, you know, to, you know, I should be ashamed. And so uh, now that I aware, I'm aware of that, uh, that should change the subconscious. I mean, that's the basis of what conventional psychology is all about. Uh, cognitive therapy, you go, you find out who did what to who and you blame and you yell and you cry and you relive all these experiences. You come out of this process you spent years and thousands of dollars and now you know every reason why your life is miserable because of all these events and then you're supposed to say well now that i know that did my life change and the answer is no and the reason is this the the belief that if the consciousness becomes aware of something it automatically reprograms the subconscious mind is totally false and the reason is this they're two separate minds and they learn differently and they and they respond differently to the world the subconscious mind is the equivalent of a tape recorder and it was recording very heavily during the first six years of your life but here's the problem now you've got recorded programs you should be ashamed of yourself you don't deserve things you're a sickly child these are programs and your conscious mind says oh well i have this program and that's not really good so my conscious mind tries to talk to my subconscious mind my, my conscious mind says Come on, Bruce, you could do better. You, you don't have to be ashamed of yourself. You, you know, give myself all these positive thoughts, right? And nothing works, and here's why. The subconscious mind, I said, is a tape player. So give you an example. Take a cassette tape, put it in the player, push the play button, and as the tape is playing, just, let's say you don't like the program, so you go up to the tape player and talk to it. Say, uh, listen, tape player, could you play something different than this? You know, I don't like this this program play something different and then you realize you're talking to the tape player it's still playing the same program and you yell at it tape player play something different you know you're talking to yourself you're getting mad at yourself because you're telling yourself to be better and you're still doing the same stuff and the issue that i said going back to the tape players how much yelling at the tape player will cause the program to change on the tape and the answer is you can yell until you're blue in the face and the program is still on the tape 
It's not that you can't change the program, but by talking to the tape player, that's not the way to do it. You actually have to, like, push the record button, and then you can record a new program. Well, when it comes to the mind, of course, the question that I think Pat's just ready to say to me, well, Bruce, how do you push that record button? And the answer is this. There are several ways of doing that, and obviously cognitive therapy, the conventional psychology, uh, it's effective, but a very small percentage is because it doesn't get into pushing that record button so you can become aware of your issues, but you still have them. How do you push the record button? Three fundamental ways. Number one, Buddhist mindfulness. What does that mean? That means being here now, meaning if you stay conscious and, and be here all the time, your consciousness uh, uh, can, run the, can run your biology without your subconscious putting an automatic program in. The reason why the subconscious uses the automatic program is because most of the time our consciousness is busy thinking about the future, thinking about the past, working on a problem. And the reason why there's an issue there is when the conscious mind is busy, the nature of the nervous system is when the conscious mind is busy, the subconscious mind will run all the programs. So while you're having positive thoughts of what you want, uh, your conscious mind is busy in positive thoughts. Uh, unbeknownst to you, you're actually now running from the subconscious programs that are undermining you. So that's why sometimes positive thinking doesn't work. So the issue is if you keep your conscious mind present, you control the show. And uh, it, can you do this? It's difficult in our world because our world gets very busy. But have you done it? And the answer is almost everybody out there has. And I'll tell you when. When you fell in love. When you fell in love, all of a sudden uh, you met this person you want to try to go on a date and you want to present yourself as this wonderful candidate for a partner. Think about it. That's the first time in your life where all of a sudden you keep, you're very self-reflective. You watch yourself to see your behavior. Check on, you know, make sure you dress well. Make sure you use all the etiquette. When you go out to dinner, you know, you don't chew with and talk with food in your mouth. You, you use a napkin and you're very, you use all the rules. And, and then when you think about it, you go back, that period called the honeymoon period was probably one of your happiest and healthiest and most wonderful periods in your life. And the reason is this. Because when you're in the honeymoon period, you spend almost all the time using your conscious mind to run everything just to make sure you do it right, and then your life worked right. But the honeymoon ends when you get so busy in your life that your mind starts to wander about thinking about the job, the, the, where you're going to get the money from, your issues in life, and your mind's wandering, and all of a sudden you start playing the tapes and the honeymoon is over because the, the partner you brought in had never even seen those behaviors because you were conscious up to now, and now all of a sudden... These automatic tapes start playing, and 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 uh, that honeymoon glimmer starts to, to fade away. At that well, absolutely, absolutely. I know exactly what you mean. It's like, oh my God, who's in my bathroom? <laughs> We're going to take a short break, Bruce. When we come back, more with the Doctor Pat, Pat Show, Bruce Lipton, and Bruce. We have a caller as well, so we've got lots going on. Again, check out the website www.brucelipton.com. He is probably going to be close to an area where you live taking this message out into the world. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. And, Jay, we're going to get you right on the air. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Dr. Pat 
Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I would like to help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that honor the dignity of the human spirit, value all life on earth, and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let the Dr. Pat Show be your conduit to a global community of people who could benefit most from your product and service. Join the buzz, be the buzz, and let our success be your success. For more information, call me, Dr. Pat, at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Join the Dr. Pat Show, the show that is changing the lives of thousands. Are you ready to strengthen your sense of self and gain clarity about your unique purpose in life? The Rocky Mountain Mystery School, one of seven ancient schools of light on the planet and the only one open to the public, is coming to Seattle for all who seek greater empowerment, fulfillment, and the meaning of life. This mystery school comes from ancient lineage and it teaches the keys to hidden knowledge, wisdom, and tools of power that have been preserved throughout the ages. These ancient teachings for modern times and learning will come to you in a weekend event with programs like How to Meet the Divine, November 8th through 12th at the Seattle Convention Center. To register, call 206-508-3810 or visit mysteryschoolnw.com. That's 206-508-3810 or visit mysteryschoolnw.com Reclaim your health and well-being. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn about dynamic energy healing and the amazing ways of reclaiming empowerment. Dynamic energy healing is a universal energy frequency that supports healing on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual levels and is taught by Bente Hansen, author of The New World of Self-Healing. For more information, contact Bente at 253-951-7223. That's 253-951-7223 or visit dynamicenergyhealing.net. Hi, I'm Stephanie Durham of The Inquiring Mind. Our experience with Dr. Pat has had a phenomenal impact on the launching of our business. We had more than 22,000 hits on our website in our first month of programming. Anyone wishing to begin or expand their mission in life would greatly benefit from a relationship with Dr. Pat of The Dr. Pat Show. She's absolutely one of the most inspirational people I've ever met. Don't touch that dial. You might miss something life-changing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. mind. That's what this show is about. Now you think that should be our new tagline? The Dr. Pat Show. The path to free in your mind. We can play and vogue every time. Okay, I'm scaring everybody Royalties. right now. Royalties. Watch the royalties. Oh, okay, we won't do that. Right. What a great show. Bruce Lipton is in the house. Now I'm going to ask you to get burning down the house. Yeah. Well, Bruce, <laughs> you know, we've got a caller. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's take this call and then we'll get to... Uh, you know, that last part of the solution. Hi, who do we have? I think we have Jay, don't we? Hi, Jay. Welcome to the show. Hey, blessings, Dr. Pat and Bruce. How's hey, it going, Jay? Right back at you. Hey, All right. I, I got a quick question for you. Uh, I just wondered, you're talking about the subconscious, and I just wondered the reason why that, uh, 
have these beliefs that are still there is that the society never lets up on that. Like, we're always being bombarded by, you know, bad stuff and where we're supposed to be uh, disempowered instead of being empowered. I just wonder what your comment is about that. Well, it, you know, it's that belief that we were born into that belief zone itself, so that belief becomes part of our programming. So, uh, you know, the question was, was the programming first or the belief in the field first? And it's really the field. And yet the re uh, there's this continuous encouragement. And, and here's the thing that I see from my position is this, is that the beliefs that essentially that we bought into were almost all disempowering and limiting beliefs. And the significance about that is is that, uh, when we become disempowered or acquire limitations, then we become victims. And when we become victims, then we require somebody to help us from the outside. And that sets up jobs. <laughs> uh, and there are people who offer victim relief. And the reality is that it, it, we don't, it, it, the victimization was the thought. And we've been disempowered. And it's interesting because we live in a world that's based on a hierarchy of power. There's very powerful people and there's less powerful people. And yet, at the biological level, one of the clear things I saw was that we were all essentially equally powerful creators. So then you'd have to say, well, if we're all equally powerful, then how can you have a hierarchy of power? How did people get more power? And the answer is, they didn't get more power. They took away the power from other people. And that's the story of this, of this civilization that we're in. We've been disempowered by our beliefs. And... It's interesting because I said I got into science to avoid spirituality. And yet when I come in and I hear, the, you know, the story of Jesus and all the things he did. And it's interesting because as a scientist and a not religious person, to get back into to recognize everything he did that we look at as a miracle of some kind, he did based on the people's belief. He said you could renew your life with your beliefs, that he wouldn't heal anybody unless they first said they believed they could be healed. He said you could do all the miracles that he did, but we don't believe we can. And it turns out that that scientifically is the truth. Our subconscious can empower us, or our subconscious can limit us. That's amazing. That's a, a wonderful uh, comment. I just love that. You've been a great show. So I'm looking forward to continuing listening to the show. Rest on. So thanks so much. Jay, thank you very much. Hey, thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay, for, for listening. Uh, thank you all for listening. You know, Bruce, uh, I think that really leaves us with, with this, the, the, the third part of what you were talking about. Uh, but Jay's point is really well taken. I mean, the idea that we are so bombarded, and let's say, let me explain what I mean by that. You know, 30 years ago, I don't remember having as much information around me as I have now. It just wasn't there. But it's everywhere now. I mean, not only, I, I, I have to tell you, I'm getting text messages from people I don't even know. I don't even know how they got my, the tech, I don't even understand the text message thingy, you know? And I'm getting, it's information everywhere. But the question is, is it information that's going to help us or is it information that's going to disempower us? And, and why that becomes important is because it's information that controls biology. And, and uh, when we own that, then it becomes incumbent upon us to say, well, was I given the right information? And how would I know in my conscious mind that's really difficult to find out because what we mentioned is most of the programming occurred before you were six. And, and this is really, uh, six is when the conscious mind starts to kick in so that before six, you're just essentially downloading information from the environment into a child and that information becomes 
the, the programs uh, in the subconscious mind. I mean, think about it this way. The Jesuits, they're very proud uh, when they say, you give me a child till it's six or seven, it will belong to the church for the rest of its life. What they really understood was whatever program I can give before six, that's the program that controls the life of the child. And the fact is, yeah, this is true. Uh, this is what I'm saying as well. But the issue is, well, who's programming? And we talked about the, the parents and the, and the teachers and the peers were programming and that the child was unaware of it and that, that this got into subconscious. So we talked about Buddhist mindfulness was a way where you can actually just run your biology lifetime and not depend on those programs. Um, clinical hypnotherapy is a process by which you, you can learn the same way. Clinical hypnotherapy puts you in the same brain state you were in when you were under six. And at that brain state, somebody can download programs straight into your subconscious. That's, that's hypnosis. And the third uh, way is actually the most uh, 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 efficient and fastest programming technique, uh, but it's actually a whole series or a whole, a whole field of different ways of getting there, collectively called energy psychology. So, I mean, I just threw out some names. Uh, there's a whole variety of them. There's not any one. Uh, EMDR, EFT, uh, holographic repatterning, uh, body talk, avatar. The one I'm very familiar with and connected on my website is Psych K. Uh, you've mentioned the, uh, um, the Simone thing. Simone's on. Uh, there's a whole variety of these. Every one of them works in the same way. They open up an opportunity for super learning. And then that super learning state, it's the equivalent of pushing the tape record button on the subconscious mind tape player. When you get into these super learning states, you can rewrite programs that have limited you your entire life in a matter of minutes and walk away a different human from that moment. I, I'm so excited by these things because uh, all those years of that talk psychology stuff was very ineffective. And then you turn around and get these energy psychology things and people in 10 or 15 minutes change belief systems that have hobbled them their entire lives. So we're running into a, an era where I guess that we're running out of time. <laughs> we well, need to program yeah, faster, well, and ways are becoming available for that. I mean, we are t it's light speed. I mean, we are looking at the breakthroughs. I mean, you've just mentioned a few of them, and folks that have been listening to my show uh, have heard that the we've had several interviews now on energy psychology. So, I mean, I personally want to make that a household name for folks because it does give them an alternative and it's laser bruce you know what i'm saying oh i i so appreciative of it because uh, i used to end my lectures by telling people well yeah our lives are this way because we've been programmed and of course everybody at the end raised their hands well how do you change the program i never had an answer but then over the years i started to you know, come into this modality of energy psychology, all these different versions effective to each person, you know, all of them were some way effective. And the surprise to me was, oh, my goodness, well, before I never had an answer, now I feel very cool to say, yeah, here, energy psychology. And, and it's wonderful because I know that these changes occur in minutes uh, once you know how to push that record button. That's the key to today. And I, I think that the paradigm that we're, we're, we're shifting, I mean, we are really busting through some heavy crust today, Bruce. And I think part of this is something that I've always believed, and you have just nailed it. And that is the myth that change, right, transformation, yeah. A, has to be hard, B, has to take forever. Uh, you know, and that's what we call a belief system, and this is the, the issue. If beliefs run biology and that's your first belief, 
then trying to make change, you're already running up a hill. It's you know you're just being pushed down that hill by your own belief that somebody said it was hard or it takes time, and that's a belief that can be changed instantaneously. Because when I've seen this energy psychology, been involved with it myself and experienced the changes, they're instantaneous. And it's not dependent on how old you are. You could be 70 and change a belief you've had for 70 years just as fast as being 20 and changing a belief you've had just for a few years. Same speed, same. that's just wonderful. It really is wonderful. And, you know, Bruce, thank you so much for pointing that out. And thank you for joining us today. And, you know, it's always wonderful to talk with you. But the thing I love about this is really this is a conversation about hope for so many people. You well, know what for I'm me, saying? it's exciting because we, we, I, I read all the, the dark times, you know, it's like <laughs> all these articles about the dark times. And it's funny because, well, a lot of people get caught up in it and that's their perception and that's their belief and that's what they'll realize. I'm also finding myself in this other community that, that are thinking in a different modality. And guess what? They're not living through dark times. And I want to be part of that group. It is very exciting. And, you know, Bruce Lipton, I have to tell you, I love you. I love you. I love who you are. I love your courage. And I love the, the fact that you are willing to take your message out into the world, regardless of what other people say. Well, I so appreciate that. And, and I'm so excited because after 20 years, the world is, uh, the new world of science is, is now echoing everything we've been talking about for 20 years. So it's like, yes, we're coming into a golden age right now. All right, Bruce Lipton www.brucelipton.com the book The Biology of Belief we'll see you right back here tomorrow Sue Storm in the house and don't forget tonight at 6 on bbsradio.com my conversation with Tama Keeves have a great one everyone Views expressed on